is the show that pulls back the industry curtain. We're exploring pop culture, music icons, and food gods. It's the Jeremiah Show with Dr. D. Broadcasting from the HJL Hospitality and Evolved Studios in L.A., Santa Barbara, AM 1290, KZSB, and FM 96.9, Santa Barbara, or somewhere from the road. He's opened and fixed more than 200 restaurants, bars, nightclubs, hotels, and neighborhood joints around the globe. He's an industry driver, an author, and a columnist. He's a restaurateur with legendary rock star Mick Fleetwood on Fleetwood's On Front Street in Lahaina, Maui. And he's your radio host. And now, back from a race around the sun, Jeremiah Higgins. Welcome to the Jeremiah Show. Uh, This morning, I made my brother a sandwich. My brother is the youngest of the family. He takes after my dad. My dad was a uh, contractor, general contractor, and built homes all his life. Jamie was his apprentice for many years. Jamie is now a world-class wood maker. I mean, he's amazing. He builds furniture he builds restaurants he builds restaurant furniture he builds hotels he works on celebrity homes such as tom brady anthony edwards pink he's uh built eureka burgers at the ant farm uh furniture at the lure restaurants lokita the list goes on he worked for the brothers of industry well known in town here and is now at uh, Pontal. He's just an incredible woodworker. But we haven't always got along. We haven't always seen eye to eye. I think that's expected with brothers. The other day, I could see he was having a rough morning. He was running late and uh, under his breath, he said, I don't have time to make lunch. So I made my brother a sandwich. A few weeks back on Out Comes the Sun with Mariel Hemingway, Melissa Yamaguchi, the show that follows and is a part of the morning show here, the Jeremiah's morning show, and follows me at 8 a.m., uh, Dr. Christina Bjorndal was on, and she told the story. A mother was concerned about her son. Her son was depressed. His Her son started to lock himself in his room. And wouldn't come out and stayed in bed for days after day after day. And she didn't know what to do. So, beside herself, confused and worried as a mother would be, 
she would just make her son a sandwich. And every day, she'd knock on his door, enter and put a sandwich next to him on his bedstand. He wouldn't respond, and she would leave. Day after day, she kept doing this. Eventually, her son came out of his room and started to live again. And one time, maybe months later, she asked him, why did you come out of the room? What got you through your depression? And he said to her, it was the sandwich. You kept bringing me a sandwich. And I know you cared. So I thought that was a really, really cool story that Dr. Christina told on Outcomes the Sun. And when my brother walked through, looking like he had had a bad night's sleep, maybe, maybe a little bit uh, bummed out and stressed to get to work on time, I decided to make him a sandwich. I've never done that before. You can imagine maybe his surprise and maybe mine as well. And he accepted the sandwich and he went to work. Later in the afternoon, I got a text. This is a really good sandwich. We'll be right back. I sleep on the couch I'm Mr. Brightside Glasses half full But my tank's half empty Guess Hi, I'm Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. Hey everybody, it's Tim Stack from It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack telling you, asking you to watch the show Sprung on Freevee, Amazon's new free channel. I promise you it's funny, it's got heart, and my shoulder appears in episode three. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com to the jeremiah show special guest today on the show american ninja warrior uh i'm calling him the godfather offline here but he's he's already got his own nickname uh kingdom ninja you know him daniel gill 
And I am so excited. American Ninja Warrior is back Mondays, 8, 7 Central. Check it out, NBC.com, American Ninja Warrior. Um, let me tell you a little bit about the show. Season 15 of American Ninja Warrior returns with some of the most elite athletes in the country. They're competing on the world's most difficult obstacle courses. These courses wear me out just watching from my couch. The new season will mark the return of the lowered age requirement, which opens the door to a new era of competitors. He's young as 15 years old. Offline, Daniel and I, before we uh, started the show here, we're talking about that. Well, we'll talk about it again here on air. It's pretty fascinating, the age difference. When Daniel started uh, as, a, as a young Ninja Warrior, he was, he was 21 years old, season seven. This is incredible, though. Each season, the obstacle courses continue to evolve, and they become even more challenging for competitors of all ages. While the sport itself simultaneously grows rapidly across the country, with kids everywhere embracing it in record numbers, gyms popping up, I think this is such a great, great thing that's happened with American Ninja Warrior. Guess what, though? They also win some good money. They, they, they're in shape. They get to have some fun, and uh, we get to watch them compete for a top prize of $1 million. That goes to the winner who can conquer all four stages of the national finals. But to get there, competitors will need to make it through the qualifying rounds and the semifinals. Welcome, Daniel. Daniel Gill on the show, American Ninja Warrior, Kingdom Warrior. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. So good to be here with you, Jeremiah. Oh, it's so good to have you. I think you're uh, you're a fascinating guy, and we get to spend a little bit of time and, and peel back some of the the things that make you who you are. Um, tell me about the first season seven. How did you discover American Ninja Warrior? Were you like me, but <laughs> you actually followed through? <laughs> yeah, no. It? I mean, gosh, I. I grew up watching the show like so many of us, right? And when I began watching it as a kid, they didn't have the American Ninja Warrior. Uh, it was just the the Japanese version, Sasuke, which I would watch on on one of the, you know, uh, like G4 MTV, one of the channels that had like extreme sports of that nature. And I grew wow. up and I was like, that is awesome. I was an athlete my whole life. All my childhood, I was the monkey boy. I climbed on everything. And, you know, I I'd always dreamed about doing something like Ninja Warrior. But again, there wasn't anything like it in America. So then fast forward through my high school years, I'm getting into parkour, getting into free running, getting into calisthenics and body weight training. Just I wanted to be physically strong enough to do Anything that I put my mind to, any challenge that was presented to me, I wanted to be capable. So I taught myself front flips, back flips, all kinds of things like that. And by that point, American Ninja Warrior came out. But I grew up in Houston, Texas, where there's like millions and millions of people and they don't film TV shows out there. Not to mention, I came from a big family. All of us were homeschooled. I was like, there's no way that someone like me would ever have an opportunity to do that TV show. And lo and behold, though, in my, my, my college years, I was, I was attending a Bible school, no less. And a friend of mine said, Hey, I heard you needed a job. I work at a gym. Long story short, come to find out it's the only ninja gym in Houston that trains people for the TV show. I go there, I get a job. I start training. I'm naturally pretty good just from the whole lifetime of 19 years of being an athlete. Tried two years 
and got rejected on the show because the hardest part is literally just getting that call back because you submit a video, you fill out this long application and out of tens of thousands of applicants, you know, the producers will select just a few hundred for each new season. And so two years I tried, didn't get rejected or didn't make the cut. First year, I was just on the bubble of being too young because like you said, it used to be 21 years old was the starting age. The following year, I was 21, did not get the call and had to join what was called the walk online. I waited outside for a week with no guarantee of getting on and then finally was was able to to be one of the few competitors waiting in that line, not with no guarantee. And I, I found myself competing on season seven, did a really good job, had fastest time of the night in my qualifier episode for the Houston qualifiers, and then went on to be rookie of the year that season on season seven. And then that, that launched me in my, into my, my career as a ninja athlete. Yeah. Special guest, Daniel Gill, American Ninja Warrior Kingdom Ninja. He's the 2020 grand champion of American Ninja Warrior eight times on the show as a, as a Ninja warrior, American Ninja warrior. I, I just love this. So Daniel, so you, you tried for two years to get there. Is there something that wannabe ninjas, you know, that are want ninjas that want to get on the actual course and the yeah. television show? Is there something, there's there some sort of trick that you learn to get, to make yourself stand out to the producer. Yeah, well, man, there- the advice that I give people all the time is, you know, you you want to try to set yourself apart as a as a character because as much as it is a competition, it is also reality television. And you know, if if you can market yourself to a, a towards a demographic or you've got an incredibly, you know, uh, moving story or background or something that you've gone through, obstacles that you've overcome that, you know, others will connect with. You know, if you got long crazy curly hair, you know, things like that, anything yeah. that you can do to set yourself apart because the vetting process of these uh contestants before they're selected, you go through about two or three or more rounds of vetting where people look at all of these thousands of videos and say, okay, we like this one. We like that one. Yeah. Most people are strong enough to, to, you know, get through the first obstacle. We're not so much looking for strength. We want characters that we, that America can get behind. And so yes, train your, train your body, but also train yourself to, to be able to speak well on camera, to, to have a level of excitement and enjoyment. I mean, it helps when people like myself truly love running these courses, have a passion for OCR, which is obstacle course racing. Mm. And if you can get that, that combination of loving it, having a story and having a personality to go with it, I, th- I think you're, you're a triple threat and you, you'll set yourself up for success. So let's pretend right now that you are sending in a tape and I'm one of the American Ninja producers. Yeah. What was your tape like? This is your first tape. What did you say? What oh, was your man. Story? Well, <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> my first one didn't get accepted and neither did my second one. But well, after oh, that, once I finally waited in the line. Yeah. Okay. So it would go something. It would go something like this. Like. Hi, American Ninja Warrior. Uh, my name is Daniel Gill. I'm from Houston, Texas. Here's where I work. Here's how I train. Here's interesting things about my life. All the while, like a montage video of yeah. things, you know, flying in and out of frame. Uh, and then with all that said, you know, I hope you enjoyed my video. 
Uh, please select me for this upcoming season of American Ninja Warrior. I'll see you guys at the top of Mount Midoriyama. And then I like fireworks hey, go off in the background. I like it. Fun bloopers or fail videos. You know, something that, that keeps things lively. You want it to be a memorable video. So as many ways as you can make it memorable and stick in, in their minds, uh, that's what you want to do. Daniel, I, you know, you're in. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> if I had a vote, I'd say you're in. Well, those are, that's a great tip because, I, you know, like you said, I'm, I'm a kid from... You know, I, I I can't imagine that I would make could make it on a TV show. I'm a kid from a town that just it just doesn't happen. And and then you did, you know, you made it yeah. you, perseverance. But there's that took a lot of faith, right? And you faith is a big part of who you are. Um, tell me yeah. a little bit about that and and yeah. your faith and the faith and you know just that you have in yourself i i think it's kind of infectious it's like yeah no oh man like i i I love i love sharing about that because honestly like i said when i uh first found out about a ninja gym in my hometown of houston i was attending a bible college and it was a friend of mine at that bible college that told me about this gym and set me on the uh, path towards ninja warrior in the first place at that point in my life i was just pursuing my relationship with the lord i was like man i've not only grown up in a christian household but i've truly taken ownership and responsibility of of my faith and my walk with god i'm not just an american christian by default because of where i live and where i'm from like i i want to take ownership i want to learn the roots i want to learn what my my bible says i want to learn all of these things and so when I got on or began training for American Enjoyer, I said, you know, how can I how can I bring my faith into this without looking or seeming like I'm shoving my faith down people's throat? I, I, I hate that method. I would rather people come up and say, hey, what is different about your life? And then that opened a door for me to share my faith and just point them, point them to Jesus. So I put kingdom across my chest. So I'm, I'm known as the kingdom ninja, and that's for one of my favorite Bible verses, where it's uh, Matthew chapter six, verse 33, where Jesus is talking to his disciples, his followers, and he's talking about the worries and the cares of life. And he said, you know, look at the, the birds of the air. They don't they don't have jobs. They don't work. This is my translation, basically. He says, but God feeds them every day. He said, look at the flowers of the field. They don't labor. They don't toil. They don't spin. And yet they're clothed more beautifully than any apparel that you could ever wear. And he said, how much more valuable are you as people to God than animals and flowers? And so then he brought it all to this. He said, Matthew 6, 33. He said, if you seek first the kingdom of God and to live righteously, just do the best that you can. He said, then all of these things in life will be added to you. God will take care of them. And so I I really took that scripture, that verse to heart. And I said, okay, God, I'm going to pursue you with everything that I've got. And I'm going to work hard. I'm not going to sit on my hands and ask you to just drop food in my lap every day. Like I'll I'll work hard, but my trust and my source isn't in myself. It's going to be in you. So if I'm going to do Ninja Warrior, I'm going to train my butt off. I'm going to make sure that I'm physically capable to run these courses, but the outcomes, I'm going to trust you with that. And I'm going to have as much faith. I'm going to choose to have as much faith in myself as I believe that you have for me. 
And that's a whole different mindset, even as, as, you know, Christians, as believers, as people of faith, like it's easy for us to believe in God, but sometimes very difficult to believe in ourselves. But when I read my Bible, it's the, the God of this Bible throughout all the, this history, he chooses us, he calls us and he has good plans for us. Another verse I love is an Old Testament one by a prophet, the mouthpiece of God at the time. And he said in Jeremiah uh, chapter 29, verse 11, he says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, uh, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, but to give you a hope in the future. And I have to believe that if these are the words that God says about his people, which I'm included in that, then I have to choose to believe that about myself. So I work hard every day. I put my hands to work and then I trust God with the results. And even if they're not the results that I want, like a few years ago, I was just a few seconds away from a million dollars back in 2019. I remember losing that million and thinking, well, man, it's easy for people to win anything, lift their hands up and give God glory, Christian or not. I said, but Lord, how much more impactful is it when someone who is a, you know, professing man or woman of faith and lose, fall or fail, but still have faith, still believe that things can work out for good. And man, I've gotten to use that story in schools across the nation and in churches and summer camps and all of these different places. It's opened a door for me to become a, a, a motivational speaker all over the country because when I lost that year, I told myself and everybody else, hey, if I made it this far once, I'm going to do my part. And I believe that God will bring me back here again. And you know what happened, Jeremiah? The next year in 2020, I came back and won season 12 of American Ninja Warrior. So my faith plays a huge role in my life. It's the reason that I'm doing any of this in the first place. And, you know, my wife and I now we've opened up a 501c3 nonprofit because my life has taken even, you know, slightly different project uh, trajectory now with Ninja Warrior as a professional level athlete. But now using that platform to create content, to create resources, we got books coming out. We got curriculums coming out. Jeremiah, my life is taking such an incredible turn. And it's just, it's, it's such a journey and so much fun. Oh, man, I, I can see you're, how excited you are and, and how great. I think American Ninja Warrior really is inspiring. I've, you know, we've had other ninjas on the show and every it seems like the american ninja warrior gives you a platform to and a lot of other ninjas a platform to really do good in the world i mean almost yeah. every one of them is doing something really neat and unique you know from yeah. helping uh you know animals to, to so many different causes yeah so many causes and 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 i what are some of the similarities between the culture the the Amer of american like ninja warrior the, and everything and what you're doing and in, in, in your own life your faith your your personal oh beliefs. yeah i oh, mean man yeah no the i think there's some incredible similarities and i mean just right off the bat like the culture of american ninja warrior i mean you've got some of the most gifted some of the most talented athletes from all different backgrounds all different walks of life and all different like disciplines you've got sports from all across the board and these men and these women are coming and trying out the world's toughest obstacle course 
and you get some of the most incredible characters and personalities. I mean, some of the guys, some of my good friends, you got like uh, Grant McCartney, the Island Ninja. You got like yeah. Flip Rodriguez. You got Joe Morofsky, like this average Joe who looks like he just got off the couch, but is dominating these courses year after year. And I think running these courses and the, the culture that comes from American Ninja Warrior is that we all will face obstacles in life, whether they're physical obstacles, like what you're seeing on the show, or whether they're emotional obstacles coming up from these or coming, getting back up from these upsets, these, these emotional things that happen to us in life, or even like these mental obstacles, like the fear of trying something new, the fear of, of, of stepping out in faith and doing something, man. And I think one of the best themes that we see throughout this show is learning to overcome whatever it is that we're facing as you know, as, as those of us that are watching the show, you know, so I saw so-and-so get back up after facing this crazy illness or after going through this tragic accident or after facing this, this crazy thing in their family. And it gives each of us the drive to get back up and move forward as well as the culture of the TV show as competitors. Yeah. We all want to hit the buzzer. We all want to move on. We want to make a name for ourselves. We want to conquer Mount Midoriyama but we're all cheering each other on as well. We're supporting each other. I mean, the community on the show is one that yeah. says, yeah, I know the blood, sweat and tears that I had to make and to give and sacrifice to make it to this point. And I know that you had to do the same thing to get here. So I want you to do your best. Now that's not to take away from me. I'm still going to give it a hundred percent of what I've got, but I wish the best for you as well. And Ninja is such a cool culture because of that. And honestly, for me as a Christian, like my life of faith, like as a Christian, we've got Christians of all different denominations and all different backgrounds. And I'm like, okay, guys, we have our major things that we agree on. Let's focus on those and, and use every gift, use every talent, use every ability that we have as individuals and use that to bring good, use that to point people to a higher purpose and calling because that's also what we're doing on American Ninja Warrior, bringing awareness to different causes and and shedding light on different things in the world. And man, it is it's so cool to watch these two huge pieces of my life, you know, both my faith as a Christian and and me as a as an elite level OCR athlete on this TV show go hand in hand and complement each other so, so well. It's truly like a miracle, in my opinion. And it fits into what you're doing. Uh, you're really spreading the word and this positive um, message into the world, which we all need right now. Let's admit yeah, it. Yeah, especially the message of sunshine. getting back up. Because yeah. Tell me about man, that. You, you watch us on the show, right? And you've got your favorite ninjas and oftentimes we'll hit the buzzers. But in 15 years, there's only been like, three finishers, two finishers. It's, it's it, so at some point or another, all of your favorite ninjas, each and every one of us, myself included, have fallen or failed time after time after time, each and every season. And I think one of the greatest things that we get to do as competitors on the show is to showcase not only what it looks like to win and <laughs> Stay humble because Ninja Warrior is the most humbling sport I've ever done. You never know what obstacles you're going to get. Yeah. You never get to practice them. And it doesn't matter how strong or successful you've been in the past. One slip up, one break in focus can end your season right then and there. 
So I, I, I love how we not only get to showcase what victory and success should look like from, from, uh, from a uh, competitor, from an athlete, but we get to showcase what it looks like to fall and fail and face that, that devastation, that loss of, yeah, I was three seconds away from a million dollars and I lost. A lot of people might just say, hey, I quit. I give up. I'm obviously I'm not capable of doing this. I've tried six years at this point. I'm not good enough. There's there's always going to be reasons to stay down or to give up or to quit. But if you've got that passion for something and you've put in the work and you've, you've got that talent, do not let those slip ups, do not let those setbacks cause you to, to, to give up on a dream. I think some of the most successful people in history, whether they be athletes or businessmen and women, are those that have they've failed more than others have ever even tried. And that's something that drives True. me and gets me getting like, going forward through every loss. And what's really something I think people should take away from this portion is that if you let your, your identity be based on your um, outcomes, based on your performance, then on your bad days, you're going to go through an identity crisis. And I hate that. We're not called for that. We're not designed for that as human beings. I find my identity and in, in who I am with the people around me and in my faith and my walk with the Lord as a son uh, of, of the most high God. Like that's where I get my identity. So my performance, whether it's in sports, whether it's in business, whether it's in any endeavor that I'm taking on, I want to win. I want to do well. But if I fall or fail, today's not my day. I'm going to pick it up and, and try again tomorrow. There's always up. another day. Yeah. Daniel, you know, if this whole thing with American Ninja Warrior doesn't work out, I think you've got a career as a motivational speaker. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I actually so, already have one. Man. I know. I'm I know. It. I'm joking. More than ever before. Yeah, Kingdom Ninja, Warrior's Guide to Physical, Mental, and Spiritual Health. Yes. Coming, your book is coming out soon. When will this be released? Oh, man. We've got a fall release. I think it's early or mid-August is what it is. And so, gosh, you guys, you can pre-release. I've got it on. I'll have it on my uh, my website. I've got it on my Linktree, linktree.com forward slash Kingdom Ninja. You can pre-order it on Amazon. You can pre-order it on Kindle. What this book is, is... It's not only my biography of the the 30 years of my life as an athlete and as a as a you know world class OCR racing ninja war winning champion ninja warrior but it's also got three parts to it which is not only it, one part is physical health and wellness you know one from the perspective of an athlete like myself but two just the realization and talking on the fact that each of us on this planet we have one body and unlike cars, we can't just swap them out, trade them out whenever we need a new one. We have to take care of them. And whether that's, you know, being an elite level athlete or just getting off the couch, finding ways to move and finding ways to take better care and take ownership of the, the body that you have. Part of it's physical health and wellness. Another third of the book is mental health and wellness. I think more than ever before, the world is realizing how much we are being affected as individuals in, in the space of mental 
uh, health and wellness. So I talk about that. I talk about things that I've learned over the years uh, as an athlete, the things that I've gone through, the struggles that I've had. And then the third part of the book is as a Christian, as the kingdom ninja, it's all about spiritual health and wellness. You know, I do believe that as a, as a human being, we are comprised of three different components. We're, you know, uh, part spirit, uh, we have a soul and we live in a body, right? So in that three part being, I try to hit every topic, taking care of our minds, taking care of our, our souls, but also taking care of our bodies. So I'm so excited to be working on this book finished now, just waiting for it to come out later this come year out, yeah. I've done with a great publishing company, Harvest House out of Oregon. And it has been such a joy to work with them and get all of all that has just been bubbling up inside of me over years of jotting down my thoughts. Cause I've been journaling since my, my like high school years, just all these thoughts that I have. And it, this is going to be the fruition of that. And I could not be more excited about it, Jeremiah. Yeah. I'm excited too. I'm excited for you. And uh, definitely everybody go to Linktree, your Linktree, give and give out the address if you can to your website. So that. Yeah. Yeah. So I got a bunch of different domains, but I think it could be as simple as danielgill.com or kingdomninja.com uh or what is the, i got a fun one i got the the funnest one is uh danielgill.ninja yeah dot ninja you can all make those that. will That's take you where you need to go right get you get you there uh exactly. not many people you talk about the bodies your body and um how it so it correlates to mental wellness and yeah. how you feel right um not many people do with their bodies what you do with your body yeah. uh, or challenge themselves and they should, but what are some of the solutions? Were you ever at a point where you weren't this? I mean, you talked about, you decided I want to get physically fit, mentally mm -hmm. fit um, all the way through my faith, everything about you, you decided you made a conscious decision yeah. to go that direction. Uh, and I agree with you that, that all those things, help your mental wellness and help your outlook and how you face the day and how you face the challenges. Could you give one or two tips to people that admire you, follow you, love you, um, yeah. that really helped for you during the, cause yeah, it didn't just absolutely. happen overnight. It was a challenge, right? And it was probably, yeah, it was. And probably a funny story. story, a funny story is when I, part of the reason why I have taken such, um, such levels of of the ways that i that I, I i take care take ownership of just my physical abilities is the fact that when i was in middle school after being like an athlete all up until that point just the monkey boy scrawny kid thin as a rail there was about a year of my life when i was 12 years old where i just i became sedentary stopped going outside stopped playing got overcome by just getting addicted to playing my video games mm -hmm. only eating junk food and I'll tell you this, Jeremiah, I weighed at 12 years old, 10 pounds less than I do right now as a 30 year old man. And I was, I was at 155 pounds. I was, I was obese for my age. And I remember waking up and being embarrassed to go to the pool, being embarrassed at how hard it was to to keep up with my friends when we would go outside and jump on the trampoline or, or play a pickup game of a sport. And I remember hating that feeling. But then I realized, hey, 
I can, I can change this. I, I had parents in my life that helped give me the tools and the resources. I had coaches in my life that helped give me, you know, training guides and things like that, gave me advice. But the reality was, is I made a conscious choice to say, I don't want to be this way anymore. I don't want to live like this. What are some steps that I can take? So I asked my parents, I said, Hey, what can we do? And they said, Hey, join back your, your dad's soccer club. My dad had a soccer club for a number of years. So I joined soccer. My dad got us a Bowflex home gym. I said, okay, I want to get a Bowflex body. Like the commercials I see on TV, I began to, to change the way that I ate. I wasn't crazy strict, but I was, I practiced moderation and I put good in because I wanted to get good out. I eat more real foods than I do fake foods with all these preservatives and additives. Yeah. It's so simple because when, when it comes to our health and wellness, there's two sides of the coin. There's the exercise, there's a physical side, but then there's the, there's also the, the health and wellness, what you're putting into your body, because you can train hard, but still eat garbage and you'll get muscles, you'll get strong, but your body won't be as healthy as it can be. You won't fight off infections as well. You won't be able to, to withstand, you know, the, all these things that we're facing in, in the earth right now. Yeah. But I tell people, start by making a decision, a conscious choice, and then find, figure out what those steps are. One small step each day towards a, a goal, towards this new lifestyle. Each week, that's seven new steps. Each month, that's, you know, 30 new steps in a totally different direction. And all it takes at that point is the accumulation of time. I think time is the greatest gift because if we use it right, we can make huge leaps and bounds with the goals that we have for our lives. So if that's going for a walk each day for 15, 20 minutes, amazing. If that's joining a new pickup sport somewhere, if you got the time, awesome, do that. If that's getting a membership do that. I would encourage you find a community. It is so much easier to chase towards these athletic goals with others those that can help keep us accountable and those that can help encourage us to stay the course on those days that we just don't feel it because there are those days. Yeah. The worst thing we can do is sure. throw the baby out with the bathwater when those bad days happen and just say, oh, I give up now. No, have a cheat day, have a bad day. But then get back up and get back on the grind when you when you when you're ready and have ways to de-stress. I have ways like therapeutic things that on my bad days, I do those things. I, I sit down, I, I read a book, I, I, I jot down my thoughts, my feelings. I talk to a person, whether it's a counselor or a pastor, whoever, because if we don't get out everything that's bottled up inside of us, man, you're asking for trouble. So yeah, those are, those are my two cents in the, in the realm of health and wellness when it comes to taking ownership of it. Hey, that's uh Daniel Gill. He's a 2020 grand champion of American Ninja warrior. Just a great guy too. He's this public speaker. Um, he's a trainer. You can check him out. If you're in um, Houston, Texas, he's a trainer at iron sports gym. And uh, we'll be right back after this break. Always wanted to be one of those people in the room that says something and everyone puts their hand up. Like if you're sad, put your hand up. If you hate someone, put your hand up. If you're scared, put your hand up. I feel like I'm always apologizing for feeling like I'm out of my mind when I'm doing just fine. And my exes will say that I'm hard to deal with. And I admit it. It's true. 
Back to the Jeremiah Show. Special guest today on the show, American Ninja Warrior. Uh, I'm calling him the Godfather offline here, but he's he's already got his own nickname. Uh, Kingdom Ninja. You know him, Daniel Gill. Tell me about, we've only got about four minutes left together here, Daniel, unfortunately. Oh, wow. But tell me about Iron Sports Fit. And, and I mean, it's really, is it a, totally a gym built like an american oh, man it's, it's unlike any any other gym that you've ever seen now the good news is is there's ninja gyms like these ocr obstacle course racing facilities popping up all over the country i've had the privilege of working at iron sports gym in houston texas for about 10 years now one decade of my life has been dedicated to the sport of ninja and not just for my own um my own goals of uh, being a competitor but I've been coaching it. I've been working with students of all ages, coaching them in this this exciting, this fun uh, sport, the fastest growing sport, not only in the country, but in the world. The sport of Ninja Warrior is in over 18 different countries with their own different TV shows. Um, and all of these, there's international competitions happening all the time. There's talk about putting it in one of the upcoming Olympics, either 2024 or 2028. So this sport, this, this movement-based sport of OCR, obstacle course racing, is growing exponentially. So I coach out there at Iron Sports Gym. I have one-on-one -on -one lessons with people, whether it comes to obstacle course racing, because there's leagues all across the nation right now for those that want to get involved in the sport of ninja. I'm actually in North Carolina, you know, just this last weekend, we've got the, the World Ninja League finals happening. It's been such a joy to be involved in the sport the way that I am, but I coach there. But most of these ninja gyms also have your traditional weights because any good athlete needs to have a good foundation of just strength and ability, having mobility and all these different things come from not only, yes, doing pull-ups, but working all these other muscle groups 
outside of just swinging on monkey bars all day. So you can find me in Houston. I'm currently at Iron Sports Gym. We'll see what the future holds. I might end up opening a place myself in the oh, next wow. year or two. We'll see. Uh, you know, this this public You got a lot going on, my friend. There's a lot of stuff going on, Jeremiah. A lot Jeremiah. of stuff going There's on. A lot. Iron even, Sports yeah, Iron Sports Gym. I was going to say, don't even get me started on the, the, <laughs> the shoe that I've designed with Nike for this sport. Been working with Nike for about three years on a side project to make wow. the world's best Ninja Warrior shoe. And oh, that's that's very stay cool. Stay tuned. We got that's a lot of cool. irons in the fire, so you to speak. You do, my so. friend. You do. You should bring that back. Come back and promote that when you're ready. And when your book comes out, I'd love to talk to you more about that. I think that's it's fascinating subject in your life is obviously uh, very, very inspiring. Last thing before I go, you're a motivational speaker. I, I don't know why you chose that. <laughs> <laughs> you're very good, obviously, at speaking and motivating. And uh, like I said, very inspiring, my friend. But w- like, what could someone, because they someone can hire you if they're listening right now to, to co- go, will you travel? You have motivation, yeah. will travel? Absolutely. I go all over the country. Uh, yeah, this this is arguably one of the busiest summers I've ever had. By the grace of God, we're out all over the place. My wife is my manager. We travel together. We've been doing uh, motivational speaking and she's been working with me, helping me with all the management, and all the details. She's very much a detail oriented person. I'm just like, hey, put me in front of people. Give me a microphone. I know exactly what to do. But you yeah, people can reach out to on, me. I'm swinging in. <laughs> exactly. I mean, people can find me through any social media outlet, whether that's Instagram or Facebook, just messaging me there. They can message me directly through, um, uh, what is it? I, we just opened a new one, bookingdanielgill at gmail.com. And we'll what type of directly? Hmm? Okay, sorry. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Oh, booking no, you're good. Daniel Gill. I was say, booking Daniel Gill at gmail.com will send them directly to me. Uh, so I'll open up those emails. I'll see them. I mean, you can also, <laughs> I'll throw my direct one here. I don't know how many people are going to watch this or listen to it, but you can email me at daniel.gill242 at gmail.com. Get me directly. Uh, but yeah, there's email. all these ways that, that, I get involved, whether it's school visitations or, you know, church chapel visits or summer camps or conferences uh, or even just special guest appearances. I've done so many of those and I never would have expected this to be part of the life that uh, my future would hold. I'm 30 years old and I just entered a new decade of my life. And I do believe that the best is ahead for me because I, I, I don't take anything for granted and I want my life to make an impact, whether that's solely through the show or using the platform of the show for as many more years as I get to compete, making as big of an impact as I can. Because I remember being that kid, Jeremiah, that would sit in these events and the speaker, whether they were from TV or a celebrity or whoever they were, the words that they would say to me, Jeremiah, and the thousands or the hundreds that I was sitting with, they would impact me greater than things my teachers, my coaches, and even my parents would say, because so-and-so said it, and -and so-and-so was on TV. And for better or for worse, I'm going to listen to their advice. So once I got the platform of Ninja Warrior, I realized I had a responsibility and I want a big family someday. So I try to be the role model that I try to be the role model now that I want my future kids to have someday. So I I don't take it lightly. I, I use every 
opportunity to the very best of my abilities. And I love doing events of all kinds. Well, hey, man, I've loved, I've uh, really enjoyed this time with you. I'm going to put all of the things we've talked about, all of your your uh, socials and ways that you can book Daniel Gill to either come speak or to train you or uh, just shoot him an email. He He's probably going to regret giving out his purchase. <laughs> <laughs> he's the 2020 grand champion of American Ninja Warrior and American Ninja Warrior is back. And uh, we'll follow you and and all your success. Catch me on this season too. Yeah, I know. That's awesome. Uh, DanielGill.Ninja. That's his new website. You can find all his socials though. If you forget, Linktree, Kingdom Ninja, Daniel Gill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Daniel, (laughs) man. Thank you so much. You want to thank your wife? Yeah. Oh, dude, my wife, Abby, she she is the best. She travels with me everywhere that I go. And it's just the, the life we live is is one that we're truly blessed with. And thank you so much for having me on the show. I'll try to bring Abby next time. Let her have a, a cameo or something. Do that <laughs> for sure. Do that. All right. And check out American Ninja Warrior Mondays, 8, 7 central, NBC.com, American Ninja Warrior. Pick up your exclusive workout gear, drinkware and apparel and more featuring American Ninja Warrior. I don't usually give out like I, I, I feel like I'm I'm selling for American Ninja Warrior. You know why though? It really is a great movement. It's a great television show. Uh the culture, the uh the good things that the ninjas are doing out there in the world um and that's why it's growing in popularity. We need ninjas, more ninjas please. Yes. Uh Daniel, thank you so much. And uh, we'll be right back after this break. Check out Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com. Hey, it's Tim Stack, and having been in show business for so long, I have a lot of really funny friends, and you can hear them all on It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. That's part of the Jeremiah Show. So listen. Thank you. 
Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. Time to say goodbye for a little while, but we're up next is Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi on Out Comes the Sun here. Um, what a great interview with uh, America Ninja Warrior, Daniel Gill, uh, Kingdom Ninja. That was a great interview. We'll have quite a few more interviews coming up uh, on the Jeremiah Show next week with with new uh, ninjas so watch out everybody have a great day and go make somebody you care about a sandwich communicate listen more and evolve This is comedian Maz Jobrani, and you are listening to The Jeremiah Show. Listen, man. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. My name's Danny Trejo. Jeremiah, your loved host. I love you. I love It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. 
That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.